Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dr. Movie, your favorite show on wheels. That's right. I talk about the movies while I'm driving, even though, if you notice, things sound a little bit different. I'm not having to do a lot of driving at this time and point, so I actually got a chance to do this on the good equipment. <laughs> uh, don't hate me for that, right? Uh, but yeah, I just had a chance to, to uh, jump in here and, and uh, run this one down for you. Talking about a movie from 1973. Steel Arena. Um, it says it's a sports slash drama. <laughs> and this is obviously one of those that I just clicked on that was on Tubi. It, it, you know, when you see the artwork, you're like, yep, I can see where Rick would be interested in this movie. No doubt, right? You got a car busting through, a looks like a building and a bunch of cops underneath it. Yeah, who don't like running over a bunch of cops, right? Um, this is really... A very odd movie. Uh, it works for the time. It's got that 70s aesthetic that I love. The drive-in movie kind of feel. Um, really, really different. And we'll get to that. But let's talk about a synopsis for this thing, shall we? We shall! <laughs> this is very, very, uh, very light on the synopsis, too. It says, A daredevil tries to pull off the ultimate stunt in order to qualify for a lucrative stunt show. I, boy, that's about as uh, not about really what this movie is about. Uh, I I guess if you were trying to sell it, maybe that's, I don't know. That's not a very good description, folks. That's just, that's all I'm saying. It's not a very good description. There's a lot more meat to it than that, right? Um, and as far as our cast, there's not a lot to say here because 95% of the people in this movie are car stunt daredevils. They're not even actors. Sure, you've got one or two actors in here to try to <laughs> make everything stick together. But for the most part, everybody that's in this movie, like Dusty Russell, who's the star of the movie, plays as Dusty Russell, the daredevil. So <laughs> it's an interesting interesting concept. Um, I will say, though, we got to talk about who the director is. And the director is... Mark Lester. That's right. The same Mark Lester we just talked about not too long ago about Class of 1984. This dude made Commando, which I need to talk about on this show. He made Firestarter. Firestarter. Yeah, that's right. George C. Scott. Drew Barrymore. That's got to be talked about, too, because it's George C. Scott. I mean, Showdown in Little Tokyo. I mean, come on. It's Mark Lester, right? If you know his work, you know his work. This is uh, one of his early flicks, and it really comes down to this guy named Dusty Russell, who, it doesn't start off, I don't know if they're, if they're trying to tell some kind of life story here at the beginning or what, but he's a stranger coming into town, hitchhiking into this little bitty town, nothing to go on there. He goes in this little bar, he's looking for work, and the bartender says, hey, you interested in driving a car for me? Sure. Well, that's a chance for you to make a hundred bucks, which in 73... That's a pretty good pocket. Uh, turns out that he's running moonshine, and that's what he wants to hire him for. So you kind of get this beginning opening scene that is very much like 
Smokey and the Bandit, if you want to call it that. Smokey Bites the Dust. Uh, Eat My Dust. You've got the White Lightning movies, right? The exploitation stuff. Uh, and it's done pretty decently. Uh, except the thing about this is this guy, Dusty Russell, is driving a 1939 Dodge. So I- I'm assuming this is supposed to be maybe in the 60s that all this is happening. It doesn't really say. And uh, he gets the job and uh, the sheriff obviously shows up when he's he's learning the ropes of how to do this, right? They're loading up his car with all this moonshine and glass jar uh, jugs. And um, he's got a destination to get to. And while he's loading up the car, the sheriff shows up and uh, the bartender that we talked about earlier that offered him the job is out there with the sheriff saying, what are you doing here? I'm not messing that kind of stuff anymore. The sheriff shoots a couple of <laughs> rounds into the, the barn that they've hid the car in. And he's like, see, I told you, nothing's going on. Then all of a sudden the car <laughs> comes busting out of the barn and takes off and the sheriff and everybody starts after him. You get a pretty good road chase here. It's pretty decent. And uh, he he uh, actually gets away, barely. And you get a lot of car- cars getting tore up, all that kind of good stuff. And when he finally gets back to the, the bartender guy and says, hey, you know, what about my hundred bucks? He's like, what do you mean hundred bucks? You, you, you got... You know, you destroyed the car, which it's rough when he's when he's done. Uh, you've lost all my liquor. You're not getting anything, right? So he meets up with uh, one of the waitresses at the bar, and they kind of get the hots for each other, and they run off together. And uh, there's a big fight in the bar, which the bartender tries to have uh, Dusty beat up because, you know, he's there wanting his money, and he's not going to give it to him. This, this other guy jumps in. It becomes his buddy. And uh, they all head out together, right? And they're looking for work. And they end up going to a demolition derby, which they call it something else here, a destroyer derby, something like that. Um, Destruction derby, I think is what they call it. Well, they decide to, they've got enough money to enter the contest. And, you know, Dusty newly now knows how to drive. (laughs) So they get out there and they compete. And actually win the dang thing. And it catches the eye of this guy that's kind of promoting it. And he's a guy that has a traveling daredevil show called Circus of Death. <laughs> Let's see if I can find some information on that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, nope. Not here in front of me. But anyways, uh, they joined this daredevil show which is kind of a traveling thing. Um, And it shows you all the ins and outs of, you know, they take somebody that's new to it and just throw them into, say, hey, you're going to be the guy that gets drunk across the fire. You know, you're the guy that's going to ride on the hood of the car and bust through a flaming wall. You know, it's it's these kind of things, right? And uh, they become kind of a family, right? And then they take Dusty and they put him in this car and he's doing the, what they call it? Uh, his his thing is like a uh, it's a drop right so he goes off a ramp and just pile drives off into an, a pile of cars right and you know it is set for like 40 feet high or 40 feet 40 feet of a jump that he's having to make and you know not a big deal but for a new guy that's pretty big and uh as things go on he keeps getting better and better next thing you know 
he breaks the record, right? He ties the record. And uh, his goal, they think if he ever can reach like 100 foot, this would be like televised evil cut evil kind of stuff, right? So this, this promoter guy is trying to push that. Well, there's this other guy in the team that used to be the guy that did this job, and he feels like he's being kicked to the curb. So you got some bad blood there. And that really takes a bad turn to where um, there's supposed to be this thing where they play, it's basically a, a, a crash, right? They have two cars, they're running at the same speed, it's supposed to have this big collision, and if one guy messes up with a certain speed, it's, it's you know, detrimental to the other person, right? Well, it ends up being this guy that doesn't like uh, Dusty, and Dusty's buddy, the one that... Uh, like I said, is tagging along. He doesn't like the fact that Drew's getting all the attention too, and he wants to do something different. So he talks Drew and let him do this act with this guy. Well, this bad guy knocks another guy in the head and takes off in the other car, intentionally going to kill Drew. Well, lo and behold, it's not Drew in the car. So uh, the owner knows what happened here, the promoter. So he kind of kicks that guy off the team. And uh, it makes for a very interesting story of what's going on. It, it, it's hard to describe that this movie is actually interesting because it actually is. And there's a lot of ups and downs. There's a, a guy that gets killed and something he's done a hundred times, right? So you're looking at almost like the life of a traveling circus, which is, is called Circus of the Death, Circus of Death. And, you know, you're out there taking that chance just to make a little money and hopefully sign some kid's autograph at the end of the night, right? And, um, it comes down to uh, everybody thinks Dusty is just super lucky, right? Because he's new, he's never done this stuff, and all of a sudden he's jumping at 80 feet, 90 feet. You know, he's he's getting a lot of attention. They set up this big marketing thing to do in this one little town. And, uh, you know, they, they've got the street full of people. They do a big parade promoting it and all this stuff. And uh, Dusty makes the jump, or does he? We'll just leave it with that. That way you can check this movie out. Um, you can tell these people are not actors because they talk over each other a lot. Almost a stylistic kind of thing, but it works. Uh, but you can tell these guys are just kind of winging it. And that makes it really interesting. Because I, I kept wondering, I was like, surely the director didn't intend for them to kind of talk over each other like in this form. But... I guess after you find out these guys are not really actors, they're just kind of doing their thing. Now, you know, this is not a true-to-life story, nothing like that. I think they're just making up the story of the life of a daredevil, I guess. Um, it's a solid little flick, and I I'm impressed for as low-budget it is, the fact that there's no real actors. Uh, it's it's impressive, and I actually enjoyed this flick. And again, it's that sweet spot. This is the kind of stuff that I like from from that time period. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think you should check this out. Um, it does say right here, this is Mark Lister's dictor uh, uh, directorial debut. So, this is the first thing he ever did. Um, let's see. Here's, here's an interesting, a better synopsis here. Let's see what it says. Still Arena is an interesting look at a small town America where people risk their lives for entertainment. So there you go. Again, it's uh, the story of a, a nobody becoming a somebody on the verge of becoming greatness. And you have to wait and see if it happens or not, right? 
That's the beauty of this one. So, uh, a lot of triumphs. There's a lot of tragedy because you're losing people that you start kind of liking in this movie. Uh, obviously, you've got to have your your uh, antagonist that you got to deal with. And uh, I, I tell you, I really found this one entertaining. It's not a super action-packed thing, but it just moves at a pace where you're like, you know, this is this is kind of interesting because, uh, again, you know something's going to happen, right? Because these people are doing this time and time again and taking the chance. I don't know. It's interesting how it's all placed together. Uh, it's It's got that fantastic, you know, 70s feel that I like. And uh, I don't know. I, I think if you... Uh, are bored and have nothing to do, and you kind of like uh, car movies, you know, smash-up kind of car chases, all that kind of stuff, give this one a shot. I was pleasantly surprised with it. Uh, I will give this, I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. I'm not going to say it's something to write home about, and, you know, everybody should watch it. I think if it's kind of your cup of tea, if you liked any of these other kind of road movies that I've been talking about, then definitely check this one out. It's actually one of the better ones because it doesn't seem as forced trying to, you know, at, at this point in the movie, this has to happen. And at this point, this I mean, this thing moves kind of its own. It really reminds me, and this is another movie I want to cover on here. It, it reminds me of, well, it's two movies. It reminds me of Knight Riders, right? George Romero, which I'm definitely going to cover on here. And it also reminds me of Bronco Billy, you know, the Clint Eastwood flick. Because, again, it's about being a traveling show, dealing with, you know, you, you try to promote yourself and make yourself something that you're not. Kind of like podcasting, right? I'm just a normal dude, right? But, oh, he's got a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a show. But it takes a lot of work. And there's no re real, real reward except, you know, hearing back from you guys. Kind of the same deal here. These guys are putting their life on the line. I'm not putting my life on the line, I can tell you that. So, uh, but these guys are doing this for the thrill of what they do, and it's the camaraderie between everybody that's involved in the show, and that becomes their family, and that kind of hits home with this thing. So, uh, again, check it out. I think it's a solid flick, and that's pretty much all I got for this one, folks. So, uh, if you got any suggestions for anything, any kind of shows, any comments, do yourself a favor, check this one out, and do me a favor, check this one out, and let me know what you think. You might think it's boring. I was, again, pleasantly surprised. So uh, check it out, folks. And with that being said, we will check you later. <laughs>